You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Thanks for joining us for the Jock to Jock podcast, sponsored by I'm on Communications. Experience the I'm on difference. I'm Brian Marshall from the Rockwood Away Morning Show. I'll get the punter's perspective on Iowa football from Tori Taylor. Right after this. Three, two, one, and we're on. Today we're talking about I'm on. Yeah, you're on. Oh, I know I'm on. I need to talk about I'm on. Yeah, you're on. Why well, talk about it? No, that's in the script. I'm on. Well, we know you're on. No, Iowa's most reliable internet. I'm on. Yes, you are on. Stay always on. You're on! Stay always on with Iowa's most reliable internet and get same day or next day installation guaranteed. I'm on.net. Oh, I'm on.net. Why don't you say so? Welcome to the Jock to Jock podcast. I'm Brian Marshall. Last week on the show, Tori talked about working with former players on some advice. You know, I caught up with Nate Kading last week, and one thing that he really said to me was, it's crazy how these guys, you catch up with the previous specialists, and even as previous players, you leave going, that's so simple. Like, Mm -hmm. am I just dumb, or how did I not think of that? But he kind of just said to me that goals are so more easily achieved when you kind of break them up into smaller amounts. So one thing that I'm really going to focus on this year is just playing four three-game seasons. And whatever's added after that is just really going to be added bonus. Bringing you the punter's perspective on Iowa football. Number nine from your Iowa football team, Tori Taylor joining us. Brian, as I say every week, it's always a pleasure. Thank you. It's good to have you. Uh, Start of the season is underway. How are you feeling about uh, two games behind you already? Uh, from a personal point of view, uh, not really hitting the balls I want to be hitting. Um, kind of got lucky on the weekend against Iowa State. You know, just got a couple of good bounces and the returner just didn't have any idea what he was doing. Um, but from like a team point of view, obviously you can't be any better than 2-0. I don't think we certainly haven't played our best football, but we've done what we've needed to do and um, – Utah State was a challenge, Iowa State was a challenge, but really just our biggest goal is playing the best football we can and improving every day, every week, every game. So um, we've done that so far, but, you know, Western Michigan's going to throw a few problems at us, probably a few things that we haven't seen before because you get that a lot with a lot of the MAC teams. Um, they don't call it the action for no reason. So like I said before, I'm not really doing what I want to be doing myself. Um, probably for the team in a couple of situations on the weekend, just looking to the next and learning from it. That's all that matters. So, which which I'll do. Interesting because the tail of the tape so far: Utah State six punts, two hundred ninety-two yards, with a forty-eight point seven yard average, and along a fifty-three. Iowa State twenty to thirteen win, six punts, two seventy-eight, forty-six point three yard average, another long of fifty-three yards. So you don't feel that those numbers are up to your goal so far i don't worry about numbers i mean their stats are really just a byproduct of performance really you know like uh i think the iowa state game i probably had it's weird you know like the utah state game i hit like a big ball people like wouldn't say or have any idea because i feel like 
Iowa fans really only pay attention to those punts, like going inside the 10 and like that. But I've probably said this before, and I said it at like a, when I was doing a speech a few weeks ago at a, um, at a function, I get so much more satisfaction out of hitting like a 50 yard, like five Oh, than like pinning one at the one. Like people are going to think I'm crazy for saying that, but it's so much harder. Like so much more goes into it just to be able to hit that perfect spiral. Um, but it's bizarre, like the Utah State one, I hit I hit one fifty one like five oh six or something like that, which is a great ball and it was returned twelve yards. You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. kind of bizarre whereas you might go out there and hit like a fifty yard like four three and it's fair court. I'll, I'll get there. I'm I'm not too worried um just yet. Let's talk about uh your your compadres on the special teams. Uh during yeah. the Iowa State game, you mentioned that you, you weren't feeling necessarily where you needed to be but the coverage was incredible on a couple of those punts and yeah. they're, they're coming in and, and shutting them down just like that that feels yeah. pretty good for you doesn't it yeah it does just knowing that you know like if i'm having a little bit of an off day it's kind of like how football works you know like sometimes the defense might not be on and the offense might be on and or vice versa and it's kind of one of those things i was having a little bit of an off day so I made sure to get around a few of the boys and just say like, "Hey, great work!" Like, you know, it wasn't wasn't my best day, but um, we kind of made something uh, out of it. And from a statistical point of view, like you look at this stat sheet and go, "Oh, like wow, like he must have had a really good game." But it just wasn't like that at all. So I ended up watching you guys on Saturday, and then flipped over and watched uh, the Minnesota Vikings on Sunday. And it's interesting after talking to you about how you deliver and punt a football to watch an NFL individual do the same thing, but maybe hasn't gone through the same training as you. And I noticed that you do it a little bit differently, maybe a little bit more twist in your body. Is Does that feel right? Yeah. Yeah. So especially with the pooch punts, depending where you are on the field, like for example, if it was on like the minus 42, I love it in that position because it's kind of like, okay, look, I can hit a full shot here. And I know that's like, I like to call like the minus 40 to like the minus 45, like the danger zone. That's just what I think is a lot of my best punts have come from in that area. You can like by getting hips into it more, like you're getting more momentum into the ball. If that kind of makes sense. So you get more swing and like more hips and uh, I guess like leg drive through the ball. Whereas if you kind of just like walking dead straight, you don't get as much momentum behind it. I do have a little bit more of like a hit rotation through the ball when I'm hitting those end over end punts. But one thing that I'm trying to work on is those spiral punts more so just like walking straight and, and kicking out, not across. You mentioned Western Michigan coming up and they're one and yeah. one coming into this game. As we're recording right now, a little too early to trust a weather forecast, but it's at Kinnick. Uh, any issues yeah. for you on this one at all, even if the weather changes? Enjoy playing at home. I love playing away. Like it was fun playing at Iowa State, but. The weather looks beautiful. Um, I mean, it's always windy in Iowa, so you never really know what to expect from that point of view. But, yeah, it should be a fun, exciting day. It was nice to have two wins to start the season. How does it feel to see the team playing a little bit differently, scoring more points than than you did in the first couple of games last year? Yeah, it's obviously being the punter like last year. I think the South Dakota game, I had 10 punts, and in the Iowa State game, I probably had eight or nine, whereas... Um, last week was seven and this week was six. So it was kind of bizarre in the sense that last week I'd only had two punts in the first half, same um, this game too, and then got a few. It's good to see us scoring points really. You know, so last week in Utah State, was, um, the offense was 
was looked like they were moving it really well in the first half. Probably wasn't their best second half. But then on the weekend, you know, we just did what we needed to do. Castro came out with a great pick. We'll pick six in the end. So that that was still a lot of work um, to do. A lot of room for improvement. And everybody knows that from a personal point of view, coaching point of view, scheme point of view, you name it. If you're not trying to get better, then you're an idiot, really. <laughs> you, def- you never uh, lighten up to tell it how it is. Nah, of course not, Brian. Of course not. <laughs> it was on your Instagram. Two different things. I'll talk one first. Uh, that I saw, it looks like you guys were holding hands with a kid captain from last week uh, in the Swarm. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, it was. So, you know, obviously everyone was celebrating and um, I was kind of over near the sideline and um, giving a few Iowa State fans a bit of grief on the way out, which obviously I like to do. Um, But then... I saw the kid captain, which I had no idea Niall was going to be there. You know, I was fortunate enough to meet him a few weeks ago at the kids' day uh, during camp. And um, obviously, you get around to all the different kids and just learn about them as people. It was one of the best ex- – the kids' day was one of the best experiences um, I've had. And funnily enough, um, one of the kids' captains is for the Purdue game, who I was fortunate enough to kind of hang around with the day. Um, he's going to be the kid captain for the Purdue game. and. Um, which is also my birthday, so that would be pretty cool. But, yeah, going back to the weekend, I noticed that he was over there on the fence and I kind of said to Logan Lee, I said, oh, you think that I'll get in trouble like if I go grab Niall, the kid captain? And then I was just like, you know, what are, what are they going to do? Like right. this, would, this would be a pretty fun moment. So, yeah, kind of just ran over there, said to his dad, I was like, hey, is it is it okay if I bring him in? Um, the locker room and he can celebrate with us and he's like yeah, yeah of course of course and it was pretty like it was all such a cool moment for me like I because you can tell how much it means to those little kids like it was one of the you could just tell but I was getting a little bit nervous for him you know because I could tell that he was a little nervous um, and I kind of said to the dad I was like just to let you know like everyone's gonna gonna go a little bit crazy like will, will that be fine and he's like, yeah, of course, I could love it, I love it. So I was just like, all right, young fella, like, let's go and made sure to get him to the front. And you could just tell that he had an absolute blast. And so did I. It was probably one of the more, like, special, I guess, like, few minutes, I guess, I've had, like, being an Iowa football player because you could tell how much it meant to him and his dad too because, I mean, those kids have just been through so much and just to brighten up their day a little bit and brighten up ours as well was, was awesome. When you deal with adult Iowa fans, obviously it's one way, right? They're looking for an autograph or such, but when you're dealing with kids at kids day or some of the kid captains or somebody that's uh, from the hospital, what's that like? I think it's one of those things, you know, that they're so excited about meeting us, you know, and like, for example, on the kids day in the locker room, a couple of them, like they had all these cards and like they give them out to players and things like that. And it says like who their favorite Hawkeye was. And I was um, their favorite Hawkeye for a few of them. And I think it made me realize like they think it's like so cool meeting us, but it's actually like just as special for us. You know what I mean? Just by, because you know that you're brightening their day, but it's also like brightening your own, just being able to do something for them and bring a little sunshine to their lives. Cause you know, some of them are going through absolute hell. So to be able to do that for them is pretty cool. But to answer your original question, it's just like, so I don't even really know how to describe it. It's really just one of those special things that kind of Coach Ferentz started a few years ago when the kids' hospital opened. I think it was it 2017. Yeah, that was my first kids' day in August because everybody was a kid one day, you know. It's like I always try to make sure to make the effort of 
never like leave a kid hanging. You know, sometimes you kind of have to. Like sometimes when they're screaming over the fence during a game, it's like, oh, I can't do it. I'll, I'll get in trouble, but I'll try to get you after the game. And half the time they're never even there. But yeah. <laughs> that's right. It's still, yeah, it's still just such a, it's one of those things I could I could talk about for forever because you can just tell how much it means to them and their family and things like that. So um, not exactly sure who the key captain is this week, but um, we'll all get around him. What's the most unique question that you've received from a kiddo? Asking you either about Australia or you in general? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I feel a lot of them are sometimes so nervous. They don't really ask too much or say too much. You know what I mean? Uh, To think of it, I can't really tell you anything off the top of my head. Okay. To be honest. I'm sure a kid's asked about snakes and spiders or something (laughs) like that. But it's crazy how how smart some of them are. Like they'll say some stuff and I'm like, God, I don't, I don't even know that. You know, like kids really that smart now. That's yeah. crazy. Also on your Instagram at Tori Taylor nine, it's a pic of you. This was a couple of weeks ago. Pick of you and Luke Lachey lounging poolside at Casa de Kirk, uh, possibly yeah. having a Ferentz Fiesta. Uh, I have to know what is a party at Coach's house like? Oh, it's pretty fun. You know, like he's got. I mean, it's just. Uh, I mean, it's Coach Ferentz. Obviously, he's been a pretty pretty successful coach. He's not living in the slums of Iowa, so it's a very very nice pad. Um, probably too big for two of them, you know. Like he's got a pool and massive yard, and um, it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere. I don't actually don't even know where it is. No, I should probably share anyway. Yeah, you're probably did. not. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's all, like they bring like a bunch of food trucks and there's a bunch of games and things like that, and um, people will go in the pool. Yeah, there's probably a couple hundred people there. You know, the whole team was there and then coaches and coaches' families. So it's probably well over 200, 250. Wow. Yeah, it's always an enjoyable couple of hours that we uh, do every year. What do you and Luke Lachey have in common? Are you guys friends or how does that work? Yeah, he's probably yeah he's probably one of my best friends on the team, uh, to be honest. You know, I came in with Luke and I really developed like a strong relationship because he's, he's such a nice guy and we always joke around uh, on the team would who would be the last person to date your sister and who would be the first. And Luke Lachey is usually the pretty common answer um, that you would allow to date your sister. So, um, yeah, if I, if I did have a sister, I'd probably let Luke, Luke date her. Who's towards the bottom of the list and say, uh-uh, nope, not you. Ah, uh, God, where do you want me to start? <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't want I don't you to wanna, throw anybody under the bus. Yeah, but. I don't. I don't want to make right. anyone look, look too bad. For right, the millions of list, for the millions of islands listening, I don't <laughs> want them to have a you know bad thoughts towards one particular individual. Yeah, listen to you being a respectable gentleman. Speaking of which, is there anything off limits at Coach's house? Um, I don't know. Probably, well, no booze. Oh no, booze! Yeah, that obviously. makes that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, probably no skinny dipping or anything like that in the pool. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. That's an interesting. You know, everyone usually just does their thing and knows that knows their limits and boundaries. Yeah, doesn't want to tick off the coach because that means it could affect their playing time, I suppose, huh? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Who's controlling the music at the party? Uh, I don't even know if there was music, was there? Oh, okay. No, I don't think there was. Yeah, YA Black is usually he's belting out some good songs that I like. Uh, Ontario Thompson's always on the speaker too. But yeah, I love YA's music. That's kind of my vibe. He plays some old school stuff, which is nice. If you want to find Tori on Instagram at Tori Taylor Nine, and we're gonna get to our game, Dumbass or Drongo. 
This here, if you haven't listened to the previous two episodes, is two different stories. One of them is from America. One of them is from Australia. Dumbass is going to be from America. Drongo is the term, I believe, meaning essentially dumbass from Australia. Correct, Tori? I'm going to read you a little bit about the story. I'm going to read both of them. And then I want you to determine which one is which. And the bonus points come from naming the state or the city in either America or Australia on this. Let's get to it. You're currently sitting at three points out of 52. Here we go. Here we go. I need to rub it in. A furious woman has shared jaw-dropping closed-circuit television footage of the moment a speeding car plowed through her fence and onto her lawn before reversing and fleeing without even making eye contact. The woman then screamed, I'm going to bleep this, you f***ing dick, what are you doing? The driver then again looks at her and then takes off. Dumbass or Drongo in this situation will be the driver. I mean, this is so hard, Brian, because this could happen anywhere in the world. Sure. That's why I want to read both of these to you so you don't have to, you can make a guess between the two. The second story, officers spotted a car at a park about 3.30 in the morning, and officers found two marijuana plants in the car next to the park and 11 other plants in the woods near the car. Police found a gentleman who came out a little bit later, and he had the keys to that car. He would be the dumbass or drongo in this situation. Which one do you want to take first? You're making this too difficult for me, Brian. Oh. Um, Oh, God. I'm going to say the letter is, is um, Drongo. The weed plant is Drongo. The weed plants are Drongo. And why do you think that? Because I just feel like the whole you effing dead that Australians would say worse. Let me go to the other story. On this one here, the furious woman who's yelling and screaming at the driver who drove into her yard and then drove away. Dumbass or Drongo on that one? Dumbass. You have them both wrong. You have them both reversed. That's so hard, though, because it, that could happen anywhere. I thought by including the swearing that you would <laughs> choose your home country, but I must be wrong. I know. I, I thought that, but I just feel like someone would say worse, like they dropped the C bomb or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you effing d- Like I hear that here all the time. You, mm-hmm. know? you have a chance to make up at least two points. If you can tell me uh, where, what city, state in Australia this happened in with the furious woman and somebody driving through her yard. Queensland or Victoria. Which I'm going to go with Victoria, actually. Victoria is correct. Yeah. There you go. I will tell you this. It's actually not far from where you live. Hopper's Crossing. Okay, it's about an hour or so. Uh, you want to take a guess as to where... What uh, oh the one of the fifty something states in, in America? Yeah, yeah, which which of the states? Give did, me a clue. You got to give me a clue. This um, could happen anywhere. I will give you the name of the park: TJ's Park and Police Officers Memorial Park. I mean that just doesn't help at all. You got to give me something more than that, Brian. God's sake! What do you uh, think I know the parks in America? Um, you you probably won't know this, but the school's mascot is a tiger. That didn't help you either, did it? Louisiana. Louisiana? I'm sorry, no. This was in uh, Cedar Falls, Iowa. 
I figured oh, since you were God. guessing Iowa so many times the last I two episodes. Gonna guess, I was going to guess that, but I was like, no, it can't be that obvious. Oh, God. Yeah, you, you'd guessed Iowa the last two times. I'm like, all right, I'll give him an Iowa and see what he does with it. And unfortunately, no. This guy had 13 marijuana plants, and he comes out with mud and brush all over him. And uh, police said, uh, what you doing? Dumbass or Drongo, you picked up a point here today. Yeah, this segment can piss off. Well, I've got to come up with something else if we're going to. Something that is, I mean, that stuff can happen anywhere, Brian, anywhere in the world. I apologize. No, I don't. No, I don't. Because that's what I wanted to do. I did the same thing with Connor last year in the Double Double Dumbass. Could be anywhere. But in this case, I'm giving you just two different areas, and you just have to tell me it's 50-50. I know, I know. Now, the bonus points, yeah, you know, that could happen. But you yeah. got you got Victoria today. Nicely done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, thanks, Brian. Yeah. yeah this, this is great. Having a great time. You remember segment. at the beginning of the show, you said it was one of your favorite things to do during the week. Did, did that change after that particular yeah, segment? Yeah, it's changed this last 25 minutes. Ah, oh, damn. That sucks. That's all right, though. Are we There's gonna... still a few more episodes to go. <laughs> right. You remember first episode, you're going to go 52 and 52. You want to change that number now, or...? What you thinking? Yeah, 10 out of 52. Oh, boy. Okay. 10 out of 52. I'll put it up there. If anybody else is doing better than uh, Tori so far, send me an email, brian at rock108.com, and let me know how you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I've got your email. I'm going to send you a few abusive emails. Well, you're probably going to use the language that you said was harsher and that you used yeah. in Victoria. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Ways that they can support you and to count the kicks with along with Ray Gun. Tell us one more time, please. Head down to your local Ray Gun and buy a t shirt, or you can buy one online. It's all going to count the kicks. Or still got the Every Kick Counts uh, campaign going as well. So um, that's just on the Every Kick uh, Counts website. I wish you the best in your game against Western Michigan to you and the team. And I really appreciate Thank you being you, sir. Appreciate you being on here for the Jock to Jock podcast again this week. Absolutely. Thank you. After the dumbass or Drongo this week, I'm not sure if Tory's going to be back. I hope so. We'll recap the Western Michigan game and how Tory thought that he did in that particular contest. And looking ahead to what's going on in the Iowa football season. The Jock to Jock podcast sponsored by I'm on Communications. Experience the I'm on difference. Three, two, one, and we're on. Today we're talking about I'm on. Yeah, you're on. I know I'm on. I need to talk about I'm on. Yeah, you're on. Why talk about it? No, that's in the script. I'm on. Well, we know you're on. No, Iowa's most reliable internet. I'm on. Yes, you are on. Stay always on. You're on! Stay always on with Iowa's most reliable internet and get same day or next day installation guaranteed. I'm on.net. Oh, I'm on.net. Why didn't you say so?